hey guys, welcome to Conversation Square where we have deep, honest, intelligent conversations about issues that matter to us. I'm your host, Oshara Keha, and I'm joined by a friend that I recently met. I was introduced to by another friend, he's called Joshua. He has an amazing story. Uh, he's going to tell us about, well, more about himself. We're also going to learn more about his company called Pixangu, a startup we started. Um, a year ago during a pandemic it's been very successful it's also an amazing idea and also we want to learn more about what young people are doing you know startups and businesses by young people we get to learn from them the struggles they go through the success and the process actually and everything <laughs> and everything in between so i'm excited about this i hope you guys will also you know learn uh, and get inspired uh, in the process like i'm sure i'm going to be so joshua welcome to the show thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah so maybe if you could start by you telling us who, who joshua is um that's a very wide question yeah and a very brief question <laughs> yeah uh, i can answer it in one sentence or write a book so, uh, let's but do, I find a middle ground somewhere <laughs> yeah so yeah. i just say joshua nyantika is a uh, second born in a family of three okay um a founder to Pixangu, a photographer, graphics designer, is aware of all those hats. All those hats. Yeah. So before we come to uh, Pixangu, yeah. tell us about how you are you are growing up. Where did you grow up? How was your how was your childhood? Tell us about what you studied in campus. I know you went to UN, <laughs> where I also went to. Uh, I, I seem to be a bit biased, maybe because most of the people I know went to UN. But yeah, tell us about what because. What you studied in campus is completely different from the career path that you took. So please tell us more about about that. Yeah. So my growing up, I grew up in Kakamega, and uh, <laughs> that's where I've grown up in. But I wasn't born there. Yeah. So I went to school there, primary, high school. Uh, it's university that brought me out the of Kakamega. <laughs> Welcome to the city. <laughs> I came to Nairobi. Yeah. Um, growing up. In a family of three, it was exciting, and um, it's interesting that I've never talked about this before. Yeah. But I had a good time growing up, and whatever I went through, I believe it was part of what shaped me to become the person. Shaped the person you are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, university. I came in 2013. Um, joined University of Nairobi, Chiromo campus. I know. And Yes. <laughs> the course I took is microprocessor technology and instrumentation. Okay. So, uh. <laughs> First of all, that's a very long name. Yeah. Has micro and processing. Please tell us what does the course entail. Like when you're studying that course, yeah. <laughs> now that I've forgotten the long name, like what what was the course about, and maybe what was the 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 career path. Like if you were to practice that, where yes. would you be, or what would you be doing? Yeah. So I'll go about how the course came to be. Yeah. What did it you was, it, first, it was I came to learn later that it was a certificate course yeah. that guys used to use to add education, like they yeah. could go do engineering and then come add like a certificate a, course. Yeah. But then it it was made into a degree like three years before I joined campus. Okay. And um, the reason I selected it was because uh, through through high school I wanted to be a telecommunications engineer. Okay. But I didn't make it the cutoff points after four. Yes. But, so I wanted to. Students, you have to go where <laughs> yeah. your, your grade allows you yes. to. Yeah. Yes. So I wanted. No, actually, it was about. It came about when I was selecting the courses. Yes. So I was looking for a course where I could do telecommunications. Mm -hmm. But interestingly, even when I was given the option in third year to select telecommunications, mm -hmm. I didn't go with that option. Okay. 
because I discovered computing was more interesting. So microprocessor is a course that um, entails, it has physics, it has electronics, mm. it has computing, and it has um, industrial, industrial electronics, physics, uh, telecommunications, and there's something I'm forgetting there because I didn't do it. Yeah, but I did, tele I did computing yeah. aspect of it. And uh, as of today, I can't say I'm not practicing what I learned okay. because there are things which I learned, there are units which I did, like software development that I'm really using right now okay. in terms of what I'm doing. So I can relate it to what I do right now. Okay. Yes. So, so at least as much as you didn't, you're not practicing the course a hundred percent, or you didn't yeah. go maybe into that line of career. At least there are a few things that you picked from from from, from the course that you're still practicing in your in yes, your current yes. career path. Yeah. So I want to talk about the switch. Like after you finish campus, you decided uh, I don't want to do this. I want to do that. Yeah. So let's first. Of, I know you started photography when you're still in campus. Exactly. So let's first of all talk about where the interest for photography came in. Yeah. And then to a point where then you decided, I'm not going to practice this computing and electrical engineering and all those stuff. I yes. want to do photography. Um, Why my photography? journey, yes, yeah. I'll go back. My journey with um, photography came about in high school. The My high school, I was in Musingu High School. Yeah. We used to have a camera, a video camera. So during events, school events, uh, I could go to the computer teacher and take it and just record and everything and hand it back to him. Okay. I didn't think about it much in terms of I didn't pursue it and think, oh, this is something I love. But then when I joined university, I joined a ministry in church uh, at Mamlaka Chapel oh. called SALT. Yeah, I remember so, SALT. <laughs> yes. So when I joined it in first year, um, I joined SALT ministry and under it there was publicity. So. Uh, it's in publicity that now I had more time to practice camera work and uh, making posters. Now that graphics design came in. So I found that this is something I loved doing. Uh, I was doing it for fun because we used to have a lot of activities and it really shaped the person I am today. And through those uh, recordings and taking photos, that's how now my journey with photography started, okay. which at first was for fun, but I, I came into third year, fourth year. I discovered, oh, I can make money out of it, I can take people. Which was the money inspired. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You can imagine for a student to go out on a weekend and get some 2,000 bob. Yeah. Some good money. Yeah. Like, yeah. which is better than staying in a hostel and watching movies exactly. and doing exactly. I feel like, okay, I can do this. Yes. It's not like taking, it's not even inter interfering with your studies or anything. So yeah, sure. okay, that, that was good. That was good. So then when, so after campus, so when did you decide you want to take photography as a career path? Photography and graphic design. Like yeah. what, what, what made you decide, you know what, I think this, this is what I want to do. Maybe not for the rest of my life, but right. for the next, for, for, my, for my near future, I can see myself doing photography as a career. Yeah. So after graduation, which happened in 2018, I kept on doing photography. Yeah. And now at this point, I wanted to be more, to do more of um, uh, commercial okay. kind of photography. So this is events, um, weddings, and all that that comes with it, birthdays. Um, so because now I discovered that I can make money out of it, I felt I could survive with what I, I made out of it. Okay. And the reason why I didn't go into formal employment for some interviews, but I just felt that that was not the thing for me. Okay. And it's not because I have a negative perception towards employment, but it's just because <laughs> I felt I can be more productive 
not if okay. I start doing something else on your own. Rather than yes, on my own rather than going to okay, formal that's, employment. That's, that's a good point. Because yeah. actually for most of employment, actually most people in employment really. Because yeah. first of all, you, you are told this is what you do. Uh, and some of them are like very, very particular. Like this is what meant to do. This yeah. is the procedure you follow and nothing. That's like there's no room for creativity. Exactly. And the moment you go and tell your boss, you know what? I think we should do this and this. They're like, no, no, no. I didn't hire travel. you to make exactly. decisions. I'm the one making decisions. <laughs> so I, I, would, I understand why you you go for that because employment for most industries actually do mess with people's uh people's minds so yeah i, I get to where you you go, you go and it's not something i just thought about at that point yeah because growing up i don't know for what reason but even from primary school i kept telling my parents my mom that yeah. is that uh i don't think i can do the same thing yeah uh, morning to evening Monday to Friday, yeah, for months, 30 and days, yes. one year. <laughs> like I feel I'm suffocated. Yeah. I want to be able to it use is. my mind and yeah. do different things. And yeah, so that's the reason why I felt that I could be more productive if I did something on my own and go on with that year. Okay, so, so we, so let's come to, so which year do you, so you've finished campus 2018. Yes. So you also decided to do photography, commercial photography yeah. as a career also in 2018 or 2019. Yeah, so the journey started in 2018 because mm-hmm. I completed coursework, but then graduated in December. Yeah. So coming into 2019, there's something interesting that happened for me. Um, I was just out of campus and I hear this this program. So my lecturer, my supervisor, yeah. uh, sent sent me an email and it was a, a partnership between the University of Nairobi and a private company yeah. to take students to Japan for an internship. Oh. Yeah. So I started the application around February, and by March, April, um, I'd gotten the opportunity. It was, um, they were looking for one person. Actually, it was around five people, yeah. but at the end of the day, only one person made it. Which was you. Which was me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a company in Kenya, they are a venture capital firm called yeah. Kepol African Ventures. Okay. And in Japan, there's a company called Kepo, that's the mother company. Mm-hmm. And um, they wanted, they did an MOU with the University of Nairobi that they were to take students from the university. Okay, bright students. Yeah. <laughs> that's what was saying. The A-type. <laughs> take yeah, A. <laughs> to take to, to, to Japan for three months just to learn the startup environment there. Okay. So was they it, were looking was, was for the startup, was, was the company particular on the industries of the startups or to just general? Or was it a no, cost? No, just a startup. Okay. So after university, my final year project was a laptop security system, which I was doing. So my lecturers um, encouraged me to pursue that course, whatever the project that I'd done, to pursue it and uh, make it a viable product out here. So that's what I used to apply into this program. Okay. And because they saw that I was doing um, the projects, that's they why they gave me the an opportunity. For you. So that they want to yes. help you to the next step. Okay, that was good. Yeah. I went to Tokyo for three months, July, August, and September of 2019. Uh, during this period, before it, I was engaged with the Kenya National Prayer Breakfast Work. Okay. Because um, when I also joined university, there's an organization I joined called Africa Youth Leadership Forum. And through it, I became a coordinator at some point. And we have been volunteering during the National Prayer Breakfast for many years. So when I also finished, I was given a task and we, it happens every last Thursday of May, mm-hmm. every year. So even for this May, it happens next week. Oh, okay. So we are in the midst of all those. 
But beyond that, um, after so that was what I was doing between January 2019 and December. May. Yeah. The breakfast work. And then after May, I started preparing for the uh, the internship in Japan. Yeah. And that now happened from July. So I had June to prepare. When I came back in September, um, the, while I was there, I can say while I was there, there's something that really uh, How triggered was the me. Yeah. 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 So the experience was I went into this small startup. I'll say small, but it was not small <laughs> because small? <laughs> it was worth some over half a million. They were yeah over half a me half a billion. Okay, that's not small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but in Japan terms. Oh, in Japan terms, that's small. Okay, yes. okay. But in Kenya, it would be a very big company. Yeah. So my experience working there was, it's been there for some years, but then working in different departments oh. really made me learn a lot of things. So you get you get like a a picture of how a startup is run from head to toe exactly. like what every department does okay exactly exactly so um i learned a lot and while i was there also something triggered me because i was feeling i was asking myself why do kenyan companies or startups fail good and question please yes. share your lessons please actually now <laughs> share the lessons that you learned yeah. in japan from internship because i think some of these opportunities not everyone is able to access these opportunities yeah, yeah. Uh, so share the lessons you learned in Japan. Some of them that you found they, they could be applicable here. Because then the other things usually, so many of these things you're told, oh, follow this person, or they started Facebook, or started Instagram and whatnot. But then some of these things, they're really, you can't apply them in Kenya. Because again, two different continents, exactly. two Context different people, different, yeah. completely different, also different struggles. Like the problems we have about, oh, I don't know, a drainage system. I don't know, start a startup of giving solar. Mm -hmm. Like for a guy in the US, they wouldn't relate for such. Yes. So what lessons do you learn from the startup in Japan that you think or you have even applied in your own like in your own personal life and also when it comes to business? Yeah. Some of the lessons so the, you learned. The, the one liner, or yeah. the major one, was we don't do things the right way. Okay. Uh, Is it because we don't know the right way or because we think we, we want to use shortcuts? So we lack information. Okay. We are ignorant. Okay. And not in a bad way, like as an abuse, but yeah. we just don't take time to learn about how some things should be done. Okay. So even to do a house, you need a structure. Yeah. Uh, you need a plan ah, drawn by an I've architect. Seen some of those yeah. apartments. <laughs> the ones that come crashing out every day. Yeah. But then you'll need to do a structure and then do a foundation. And this foundation is what holds a building, even if it's mm. I think shortcut is a problem. Uh, yes, I think most problem. of us prefer, like we know, you know the right thing to do, but you go like, I don't need an architecture. I can just yeah. bring in, I don't know, a contractor. I think shortcuts, maybe that's where exactly. we have the problem. Yes. Yeah. So you find one, my one liner would be, we don't do things right. Okay. And some of these are illegal, uh, they're in accounting. Yeah. They are in just how you hire. I'll take my friend and then down the line we decide. Or your cousin. Or my cousin. So those are the things we do wrong. And I was like, okay, I need to do things different if I'm ever to do something. Yeah. So when I came back, I was um, I've always been keen to observe, and I've, I have this document that I write any idea that crosses okay, my mind. If I ever encounter a problem, over the years, I think starting from campus. I used to write it down. If I have a problem, I, I ask myself, if this is a problem for me, how many other people are experiencing the same, same problem? Because it can't be unique yes. to you. Yes. And I note it down. And when I note it down, I ask myself also, what's the best way I can solve it? I also note it down. So I had these many ideas that I started going through when I came back in September. And 
in my photography journey, I discovered that many a times I'm called to events, even in with AYLF. Um, I go for the dinners and I take so many people photos. And at the end of the day, they're just asking one question. Yeah. How will How I, I get, get my the photos? photos. Yeah. That's the one line that yeah. always will be asked. Even, even this day, day and age with photography, with tech and social media, yeah. there is something else that we've learned. Because as you go to an event, you take you take pictures. There's yes. so many people. You can't take everyone's number and send them individually. Exactly. Then again, there's an option of maybe putting them on a Dropbox yeah. or a, a Google, Google a Google Drive. Right. But then, how will you share that? Unless maybe it was like um, there was a WhatsApp group for the for the for the wedding, and then you share yes, a link. Yes. And then again, how how sure are you? What some of the few people won't mess up with the content, and then there's also the question of consent. Because if you share a picture of everyone. How are you going to guarantee that this person is only going to take the pictures that yeah, yeah. they need, and yeah, they're not they're going to take anyone else's picture? So I get I get where you're coming from, and even even still today, still a huge challenge. Then mm -hmm. you you can then again take pictures of people and then go and post them on Instagram, for example, or Facebook, and tell people you pick your pictures here. Yeah. Because then there's a question of uh, why are you posting pictures, people's photos. There's even the the issue of quality. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. when I send photos mm -hmm. to you. Via WhatsApp, WhatsApp. there's a compressed com yeah. Com yeah. So whatever you get, you can't go on and print it and it comes out yeah. clearly. So it makes your work yeah. all the effort that you need to Zero. get the <laughs> yeah, get yeah. the best yes. photo in a reduced way to search. Yeah, I, yeah. I would understand. So there so, was yeah. the challenge of sharing photos and yeah. also the challenge of getting quality and all that. And also from the photographer's end, yeah. Um you've done all this work, but then you don't get anything from it in terms yeah. of now you, you're giving people photos for free. So I came up with a platform now called Zangu. Yeah. At yeah. first it was an idea. I yeah. jotted it down, shared with a friend of mine whom we were roommates with in first year. Some and, of my um, friends from campus are good <laughs> to keep. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. when we were doing computer science, so when I was thinking of someone who could help me execute this, it was uh, the first people I consulted. consulted. It was not like I was telling him to do it. Yeah. But I was just asking, is this possible? Is that possible? And that. And um, yes, it was okay. And we said, let's do it. So my plan, actually. What was your plan? My plan was and to... vision. Yes. <laughs> As I was coming towards the end of 2019, yeah. my my photography business, yeah, I can call it a business, was speaking in terms of now I had a camera. Yeah, more um, events. Yes, I was now trying to get into the corporate world. But then, the, that's 2019. Yes. Because <laughs> you get a corporate client, yeah. and one event they give you some good money, then that is enough. you would have done 10 other ten small, small events. Ones. Yeah, so that's the reason I was going for corporate. So I was like looking forward to 2020 being that year. Yeah. Then, then we all know like what everyone happened. Else. <laughs> good even it yeah. mentioned what happened. So we're not we blaming the coronavirus, but it's, uh, we're it's, just saying it's, it's happening. Yeah. And um, we had to change tact in terms of um, now. How I would raise money because yeah. I didn't want to ask for from people around. Yeah. That was my initial plan. It's like, already during a pandemic, so yeah. maybe the people you would ask money from, yes. they're probably like, eh, buyer. So yeah. So then, did you have so the pandemic? The pandemic started. Yeah. I know most people had to either you either close business, either some were forced to close like the hospitality industry by yeah. by the government for precaution, mm -hmm. but for others. Uh, you either have to close because you don't know what to do. Of course, most people didn't even know what to do. But then, yeah. some of the best people like yourself, you have to sit down and think, you know what, Upper, I have to act like ASAP. I have to either rethink how, because if I want my business to continue, yeah. I have to rethink of other ways of doing it in the midst of this 
whole pandemic. Then there was also an uncertainty of we didn't know how long it was going to take. Yeah. We didn't know how bad it was going to be. And then I remember somewhere in May last year, we would see some the cases in Italy, for example. Yeah. And we were like, oh my God, like if this is a European country and this is how bad it is for yes. them. For us, we are going to die, all of us. Yeah, it was so scary. It, it was yeah. very, very scary. Yeah. So for you, so how how fast did you have to like, or did you have to like think of new ideas? Mm. Yeah. Then how did you have, like, what did you get the courage to decide, you know what, it's during this whole thing. Yeah. Uh, should I start this new thing now? How, 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 how am I going to do to do this uncertainty? Like, how was the process for you switching from, you know what, I'm going to change things, uh, change a few things here and there and try them and see what's going to happen. How was that? How was that for you? Having so, to change your whole plan yeah. to suit the new situation. My mindset at that point was just gone. Yeah. Because I made this plan to launch, to start working on the project around March. Yeah. And I stuck to it. Yeah. So as the virus happened, now also, now I got more time to be at home. Ah. But then. So it was a good thing Yes, it was also good. <laughs> then because then again, uh, there were no events like weddings yeah, and yeah. corporate events so now yes. you um the time that could have, you could have spent maybe taking pictures at yes. events it was now well so it was, no it was me, good and bad it was a because good now, and bad thing yeah. bad because i didn't have now the bad. money that i i wanted to use then now you have a lot of time now yeah okay. to work on it yeah yeah so i kept working on it and um for one year i worked on it from march 2020 to um April 2021. Okay, so that's yeah. almost a year. Because I launched in March again. Yeah. So one year of work. So there was a okay. lot of back and forth, corrections here and there. Yeah. Until now, March, when everything was done and we could launch. So I'm saying we because now you are two. You're working with uh, my friend. So it launches and now it's out for people to use. But now the journey, yeah. there's a lot that I've not talked about. Maybe we'll talk about as we go along. Yeah. Yeah, but it was not as smooth. I know, because yeah, most you need thinking, money. Yeah, I'm also thinking, because most people, when it comes to business, when you ask them, they will tell you, mm-hmm. uh, most people will think, I have an idea. Yeah. Uh, they Even people will tell you, oh, you just need an idea, and you can start where you are. So if you have 5K, start with 5K. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, first of all, starting up any business in this country is not even easy. Yeah. Like, even just the basic biashara, like just yeah. the basic, you need a business name, which is money, and you have to apply, and don't know, you go to... Why they say we do a center online, but some of these things they will tell you apply online. Mm-hmm. Then they will still tell you, oh, bring the documents physically. Then what's the yeah. purpose for the online application? And then you have city council certificate, which again you have to pay. Yeah. The license that is if you have like a physical shop. Yes. There's also the tax bit. Again, we don't we are not taught about entrepreneurship and also tax, which I think yeah. we should in high school because yes. we have so many people in like adults who don't understand some of these things which are very very and, and i also think in the same line yeah. because recently i was telling a friend that there are those things that i feel we should teach every child every in child high school high school if yeah. not high school make uh, the common units that we do in university yeah yeah i think they should be taught in high school because a, a, a huge number of people do yeah. go up to high school yeah yeah because uni then not so many people go to you. Then in okay. uni you probably feel like, oh, me, I want to be an engineer, I'm a medical mm-hmm. doctor. I have no time to study about, I don't know, basic accounting and mm-hmm. taxes and KRA. So I think high school should, should be, because again, when, you start, when you're starting a business, you're probably starting on your own. Yes. Or maybe just the two of you who are the co-founders. Yeah. And, and you, definitely, you'll confirm this. You, you want to focus on the, on the work. You, yeah, yeah. You're focused with the photographers, the pictures, yeah. the sharing, and the clients. You first of all don't have any experience in accounting, yes. but you do need accounting. You need you need someone to either 
do bookkeeping for account, you. Yeah. Kiare doesn't care if you know account mm-hmm. you don't or you don't. You have to remit all the taxes. And yes. nowadays they even they keep increasing more taxes and introducing new ones. So you need to be <laughs> to be yeah. up to date with what's happening. Yeah. And then you need someone to market your business. Do you have any marketing skills? No, you don't. You probably just know a few of your friends. Then it's also social media. You know, as easy as it looks like posting pictures on IG, yeah. like it's very you different. Need to be strategic. Yeah. The, yeah. the social media for an individual, the social media for a business or a brand, those are two completely different things. You know, knowing that I need particular quality or specs for a picture on Instagram, which is yeah. also very like I can't share the same exact photo for Instagram on, let's say, Twitter or on YouTube. Like, those are two different things. Exactly. Like, it's a whole exactly. lot for a business for you as a let's say a creative so i'll talk about so how did you deal with that like the all other aspects of the business yeah. that were not in Most relation time. to the to the main goal of the business have yeah. in mind we all didn't learn taxes so <laughs> in, in, yeah. in school so you remember i was saying earlier that we lack structures yeah so when i came about to now start my own venture yeah i was like i want to do things right and by doing things right is um KRA and all that, registering with them and knowing yeah. what it means for me to have this business, yeah. what is required, yeah? Even if I don't have employees, I need to find yeah. pay. Outsource, you know? yeah. So those are the things I kept in touch with mm. and I really wanted to know. I had to look for information. You remember and I was talking about ignorance. started from the beginning, even before you yeah. launched, you had to know this yes. is what I'm required. Either yes. some of them you would get yeah, them that I learned as I was going. But at least you uh, had the basics. Yes. Or yes. you had some of the ideas. Exactly. Like it was in that they were popping up even during after launching, they were not a surprise to you because exactly. like, okay, I have exactly. an idea of this of this yeah. one I have heard of, so I know. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the accounting bit, uh, the legal bits, yes. yeah. Registering also and also things like when now you're coming to start getting people on board, you need a lawyer. So one thing I'll say, everybody needs a lawyer yes. if you're in business. <laughs> And everybody needs an accountant, either so, in-house or yeah, outsourced. outsourced. But we all require money. Where do you get money so, for these things when you're starting? <laughs> I can't <laughs> say I have big... all those at the moment even, yeah. yeah. but I have the idea that I need these ah. people. And also I've talked to like two lawyer friends okay. who I can consult. I might not be able to pay them yeah. right now. But I can talk to them and have a conversation mm-hmm. and that's well, how even when paying, this, maybe the, the cost wouldn't be as high. I think the other thing is you also try and think some of these careers yeah. are yeah. for like it's a huge low mm-hmm. low firm. Mm-hmm. But then you can have a friend of yours like, hey, please consult me at this. Because yeah. I have there's also Let's, the thing of let contracts. Me put some something there. Yeah. But that the consulting is not them doing work. Yeah. It's just having a conversation that this this thing I'm doing, how do I go about it and all that. Yeah. So please they advise. can give advice for free yeah, yeah. you can but also pay you go to draft documents much, yeah that's another story and also one thing i've always promoted is um don't use your friends in the wrong way yes because they're professionals, they're also professionals. Yeah. so that if you're in a position to pay them just Please tell pay. them this um, is how much i have yes. how this is me what can how can you yes. help me with this much exactly but then again you yes. get to help to help one another yeah so i think also when it comes to businesses you start from when you're told start from where you are, well, yeah. start from do you have friends who are lawyers? Exactly. So then I'm thinking if I if I if if I'm, I go for a, a lawyer who is as an individual, yeah. maybe the cost will be cheaper compared to me. I don't know going to a big law firm with a thousand exactly. lawyers. So I think also looking at looking from like using the resources that you have around. Because and this the thing of growing together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I put this as a caution that as friends. 
when you consult a friend for any service, be yeah. it accounting, be it legal, um, just explain yourself. Say, this is where I am. I might not have money today. Or this but, is how much I have. Yes. But I'm consulting. And also when you're paying them, just ask them what are the market rates. What could yeah. you charge ask if I was a stranger? Yeah. yeah. And then, if you have the money, pay. You know. But now we have this strong expectation of that. Because you're my friend, friend, you have to charge me less of yeah, because no, then you're killing their business. Exactly. Don't exactly. ask. Don't ask discount from your friends. Don't ask yeah. for free things. Yeah. And then, don't also buy items or services from your friends on credit. Exactly. Or if you have to, at least pay. You know, there's something they say about credit. This just yeah. a side note. Yeah. That's the problem of giving friends money is uh, you lose both. Yeah. You either lose the friend or the money. So you, either, have, you lose you both. You lose both of them. Yes. Because yeah. now if they, they can't don't pay, pay then you no longer friends. <laughs> So actually, yeah. I think we even told don't lend your friends money because mm-hmm. you're going unless you're prepared to yeah. use both of them, then exactly. don't lend them money. Exactly. Yeah, which I think it's sort of because young people will know, like, because because I know if I'm supporting your business, you will also support mine. Yes. It doesn't have to be that I'm, there's also the notion of supporting businesses. Like for example, yeah. I have a friend of mine who let's say is selling makeup or yeah. or wigs. Yeah. So maybe I will have to support them like by buying from them, yeah. but I don't wear wigs. Or let's say a friend of mine sells has a wedding spirit and they don't drink alcohol. Yeah. So my support doesn't have to be me buying. Yes. It could be me sharing a poster on yeah. my other friends. It yes. could be could be me recommending. It could be let's say for example I'm an expert in accounting in Columbia. You know what? I think you know. Let me see how your books are. Can I yes. audit your yes. books and see? Or maybe I can recommend someone who will be doing your bookkeeping for you. Or or we can exactly. also agree. Let me do it. Instead of you hiring an accountant on a monthly basis, which is expensive, yeah. I can be doing your bookkeeping once a month. At least make sure your books are in order. So there's so many ways to support your friends. Just don't. Actually, don't help each other grow in one way or the other. There's so many ways to help, actually, to support your friends, even your relatives. Also, when it comes to. No, let's continue. I'll come to that next. So, what has, uh, you know, it has been an amazing journey for you. Yes. Like even during a pandemic, you you rose, <laughs> you rose from it. Yeah. Uh, and you know, you came out on the other side. You were you were all forced to either you either stop or you become creative immediately and yeah. try new things. Yeah. And of course, you've shown you've shown as um, a founder that you are <laughs> that. You know, no challenge will come your way that you can't deal with it, no yes. matter how sudden or how 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 fast has come, you yeah. will be able to deal with it. So I want us to talk about. So you've told us the journey of how you started Pixango. I want us to talk about how how do, how does Pixango work? I know someone is asking. You've mentioned about photographers. You mentioned about sharing images. So how yes. does it work? From all the, I know there's a side of me that I want. Uh, I want stock footage as yes. a client. Yeah. I know there is a photographer. Yeah. How do you work with photographers? What's the process of working with photographers? So let's start. If I, when I go to Pixango dot uh, on your website, yes. what do I see? Okay. And then as a client, ha, as a client who want for uh, stock footage, what was the procedure? And oh. me as a photographer, what again was the procedure? So you've mentioned two things yes. which are different. So there's the stock and there's yeah. the sharing photos. Those are different. Okay. Yes. So Pixango, <laughs> uh, the URL is Pixango dot com. The website. Yeah. And uh, Pixango, the easiest way to describe it is you've gone to events before and um, you saw, as you're walking in, a photographer taking yeah. photos. As you're leaving, yeah, you, but, uh, you find photos on cellotape. Yes, yeah. printed on a cellotape and you have to buy them. Yeah. Uh, so that's the easiest way to describe it because now I've digitized that process. Ah, 
so that instead of finding the photos on cellotape, Printed. you find them on your phone. Yeah, and you prefer and have them you select, instead of hard copies. Yes, so you select and then you'll print them. Okay. You, no, you'll buy them, not print them. And then now, once you buy them, you get them in the best quality possible yeah. and you can proceed now to print if as you wish. Them, yeah. Or if you would like just to have them installed. So that's the easiest way to describe Pixango. This is a photo sharing platform whereby you you can allow users, people who attend an event, to get their photos. Okay. Yeah, so and they buy the photos. So it's not for free. Okay. So the, the reason for you to buy is not just to make you suffer, yes. but it's to ensure uh, the photographer You're supporting the people who did the one they're supporting them and also the value to you as the user is you get the photos as fast as possible. And also because the for me that you want. Yes, for me as a photographer, there are people who are I picture from three years ago. Yeah. Because like I went to this event and took them photos, they were dressed all nice, but they never saw the photos. Yeah. Because I had a challenge sharing with them. So I'm trying to make it easy for you as a user to get those photos, if not the same day, the next day. The next you day. Know, not like one week later. But at least I get to, sometimes usually a week, let me get the photos within a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a week is still a long time. A long because time. You, posting photos last week, it's <laughs> it's time is gone. Take, okay. Yeah, so I, I want you to get photos the okay. same day or the next day latest year. A photographer will create an event uh, that's before they go for the shoot. They go on their platform on the dashboard, they create an event, and then after they've created the event, they'll go on and um, put the money, the amount of money, they'll set the price mm -hmm. of uh, that they want to charge the clients per photo. Mm -hmm. And then now they'll go for the event, take photos, mm -hmm. come upload them, and after they've uploaded, so that they are taking. They, but they have to edit the photos themselves first. Yes. Or you are the, or, or you, or is it prepared to edit the photos? No, let me just, okay, let me just explain the process. Yeah. So the uh, photographer creates an account. Who comes first, the photographer? Of photograph course, the photographer. Okay. Photographer. Mm -hmm. They create an account. Mm -hmm. After creating an account, they will go on and um, create an event. Mm -hmm. After creating an event, they set the price mm -hmm. per photo. Mm -hmm. After setting the price, they take the photos and upload them okay. and edit and upload. Mm -hmm. After uploading and during the taking, is when they, they shared they share the code that was generated when they were creating the event. Oh, so they have to yeah. create. So they have to start from the website first before yes, they go to the field to, to take photos. Because now they need a code from the yeah. site, which they can also do with their phone. It doesn't okay. have to be at home. Okay. You can even do it during the event. And then once you get this code, it's what now you share with your clients. So you tell your clients that go to this website, use for this, this event, code. yes, the code is one, two, three, four, five, six. And um, after I've uploaded the photos, let's say in the evening or tomorrow, go on this website, mm -hmm. www.pixlang.com. Mm -hmm. And in the homepage, you'll find a bar, a search bar, where you'll be asked for a code. So this code is for ah, this particular event. So then it linked me. Even if I didn't get the name of the photographer. Exactly. I, I'll, okay, okay. You'll just okay. see the photos displayed. The, photos. Yeah, okay. the ones that they put up. And these photos have a watermark. Mm -hmm. And then they are small in size. There's... They are thumbnails, we call thumbnails, mm -hmm. so they are kind of a, a small example of the real photo. Okay. So that even if you screenshot, it's not a good quality. Uh, okay, so yeah. so so now, yes. so I've gone, so I've gotten, I went to an event, my photos were taken, yes. I got a code, I got the website, now me as a, so what do you call me, am I a user or a client? Yes, you're a user. I'm a user. Yes. So I have a code, I got the website, I click uh, and, um, um, and share the code yes. on the website. Yeah. So then from there, then I see photos. Or maybe the photographer of that particular event, the photos pop yes, yes. from the screen. Yeah. Then, 
I select the photos that I want. Yes. Then from there, what what next? So after you have selected as a client, it will show you the price, the total price. So that if a photographer sets the photo, each photo to be thirty shillings mm -hmm. or fifty. Let me use thirty. So if a photographer set the price to be thirty, and then at the end of the day you've selected five. So that means thirty times uh, five is yeah. one fifty. So it will tell you on above the page, you see tells you you've selected five photos and they are worth one fifty. Then it will now say buy. The checkout. Yeah, now you're starting the checkout process. Okay. So you'll say buy, buy photos. When you say that, you led to a page where you put in your email and your phone number, mm -hmm. and I tell you the reason for the email. Yeah. So when you put in the phone number, this number should be Safaricom, because you'll get your payment through the person. Okay. So once you've uh, put in the code, no, not the code. Like once you put in your phone, phone number, number, you'll get and then say make payment. Yeah. I'll get a pop up. You'll get a pop up on your phone. Oh, okay. And this you have to key in the number that I I want to pay with. Okay. Exactly. And then now you'll get this, we call it an SDK push from Safaricom that call, asks you for, your, <laughs> that asks you for your uh, <laughs> PIN, your MPESA PIN. Yeah. And you put in your PIN and it deducts that amount. That exact amount, yes. Yes, from your MPESA. And after that, that has been done, that's the last step you do. So the system verifies the payment and it discovers that, ah, you paid, that's within seconds. Okay. And then those photos begin downloading on your device immediately. Okay, so yeah. So it comes to downloading. Yeah. Does does the quality reduce depending on the device that I'm downloading from, or still have the quality will remain? No, it does not degrade. Okay. So if a photographer put up a photo that is three MBs, yeah. The photo that downloads on your device is three MBs. It's going to be three MBs. So there is no compression. Okay. And then the other thing is now let's come back to the email that I mentioned. Yeah, the email. To. Yeah. So the email. The reason why I asked for your email is because I'm sending you an email. Once your payment has been made, you will receive an email. Okay. And this email doesn't have the photos, but ah, it has a link. A link to... So, the other so this link, mm -hmm. let me now give you the other example. Yeah. So you, you downloaded the photos using your phone. Yes. Yeah. Then I use the photos. Even before you lose them. Okay. You might still want to access them on the Elsewhere. computer. Yeah. 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 So what you'll do is the email that you received, you'll access, you'll open your email on your computer. The link. And then click on the link. Those same five photos download. Yeah. Or on your phone, if you lose them, I can... you can click again. Okay. There's a catch. That link is only active for one week. So if after a week I have to buy the same same photos again. After giving you the backup, oh, I, I don't the, really expect you to again. Like lose the photos one, on yes, the backup. Yes. Okay, okay. So it's it's for me yeah. to download yeah. in few different places. But the reason for now, mm -hmm. um, I'm allowing you to do that as a backup. Yeah. Okay. But um, because on our phones nowadays there's Google um, Google uh, Drive, Google Photos, yeah. Google Photos, yes. Yes. And those photos, um, they will what they do is they stop on cloud. So once you have any photos on your phone, ah, if you back them up on yeah, Google Photos, yeah. you can't. Even can't if I change phones, yeah. I'll still get you the same. Okay, yeah, yeah. So there are other backups now that come that's in coming. now to support you not to lose. I think that's all. So yeah. question, another question. So these photographers, yes. are you the one finding jobs for them, or are they the ones? You know, I'll get a, they'll get the um um a job elsewhere and then come to your website for the sharing bits. And what, what, what apart from the sharing bits? Yeah. And the buying of stock, 
for for the users yeah. what are you offering the photographers what else are you offering the photographers so at this point we just launched two months ago that yeah. was on march 10th and so far you've done an amazing job <laughs> thank you thank yeah. you so we just launched on march 10th and we had to start from somewhere yeah but my biggest goal is yeah. to provide What's value yeah. to the photographer and to the user to the user, I want to make sure that you get those photos fast and in good quality. And to the photographer, I want you to earn and also get more. Uh, so for now, I this is something I'm revealing. Yeah. yeah that in the next version of uh, Pixango that I'll, I'll roll out, yeah. it's a version. Yeah. It will have now that aspect of a photographer being able to have their profile, and people can see their profile and they can get in touch with them. Yeah. yeah. So in short. Photographers can get work from being on Pixlang platform. So that's now something I'm to launch in the next version. Yeah. Okay. And there are other uh, more features that I'll roll in yeah. into the, and I'll attach to the platform as we go along. So yeah. I might not reveal everything yeah. today, Please but at least. <laughs> in a year's time or two, yeah. it will be a so, very uh, uh, concrete platform. Yeah, so glad to know. So what you're willing to reveal? What yeah. plans and what goals do you have for Pixlang? Uh, I don't want to ask the common question of why do you see yourself in five years. I don't want to, because you know, we'll, okay. this COVID may take back years or something yeah, else, yeah, or yeah. maybe things will change. But from where you are now, yes. like what do you envision, like what plans do you have yeah. for Pixar? Or what, like, what do you, yes, what plans I've do got you have? <laughs> so the, the dream and the vision, yes. dream or vision yeah. for Pixar is to provide, um, to upgrade the way we do things in the photography industry. Yeah. And in is it Africa. just photography or do you also yeah. want videographer? Videography. So for now I'm focused on photography. Okay. And even platforms like Getty Images. You know yes. Getty Images? Yes. There's Getty Images, there is Shutterstock. They've now started rolling in video very recently. Yeah. So video comes in with a lot more dynamics of space and yeah. all that. Okay. But for now I'm focused more on photos. Photos. That I want the industry in Africa to be modernized. I want to modernize the photography industry in Africa, not only Kenya. Yeah. So with time I'll also be rolling out to other countries. Okay, that's good. Yeah. And then when, with these photographers, is it is it just photos they take at an event or it could be even uh for individuals or for individuals the assumption is because uh, i already paid then they will send me the photos directly or does it is it the perfect um platform is for events because there are so many people and, and you can't well you can't send all of them individual photos yeah yeah so as i mentioned earlier is um i'm starting with events okay. i have to start from somewhere yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. events is my first focus but with That's time, big I have, yes, I have more features for studio photographers, uh, for wedding photographers, yes. and other kinds of photography. Because even another, another thing, mm -hmm. I mentioned about stock. Okay. So another thing is also, what I noticed that is creating more buzz out here is, um, um, they are called what? Photojournalists. Uh, yeah. Because you might be passing somewhere and then you see something happening. Then you know, take a photo. And then you take a photo. And this photo, you are very sure that no one else took it. Yeah. Or that thing just passed. Yeah. If there was no one else to take it. And then you discover that some media houses are interested in, in this photo. Yes. So what do you do? As an independent person, you're not a freelance photojournalist, but you want to sell this photo. So what we are telling you as for Pixango is you can upload this photo on Pixango yeah. and send the link out to media houses. 
and they will now have or to even buy individual it. users who want to exactly. use for like a photo wallpaper or something or even printing actually that that term printing. yes that term has really come up a lot more times that yeah what if i got take nice photos of places which i want to sell as wallpapers yeah so that's also a platform ah, for you. Okay. so with time you'll discover that pixango is more than just photo for journal uh, journalists or photographers it's a platform for everyone yeah yes okay so you might have also gone to shags and taken photos of your family gathering you can go and pick someone put them up for yeah. your family to buy and then oh yeah. coming to that question when it comes to the security of so who can who can access those photos is there like a limit of enough so when i go to the website am i able to see photos of any random event that, that i that i want or is there a private uh, the security and private issue which we think okay. everyone we all having when it comes to social media and sharing our photos so how is pixango ensuring that yeah. uh, if you didn't go to this event you have no access to those photos or if i'm posting for a family event yeah. photos from a family event or let's say a wedding which to me is very very private yes. i don't want anyone else to go there because buying anyone can buy a photo because yeah. it's, it's not like one photo is a million so even a thousand or even 10k there are people who are willing to buy so i don't want anyone who can afford yes. to buy my photos or my family or my private event photos so how are you ensuring that the photos are only downloaded and bought by people the right people not just anyone yeah so the photos will only be bought by people who have the code okay and this code is not like um there's a word I'm looking for. Like it's not one, two, three, four, five, six, then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. Like it's not continuing. So it's a random code. So that if you don't have the code, I can't access. You can't access. Like even if you come to the website, yes. I can't access. No. Okay. So, so when you come okay. on the homepage for the website, what you just find is a search bar. It's until you put in a code that is relevant to your event. Yeah. Is when now you see the event photos for okay. that particular event. Okay, that's okay. Unless maybe it's the yes. stock stock images that you're talking so about. So I mentioned before. yes. Yeah. I mentioned I'll come back to stock. Um, another feature I'd like to add yeah. is stock images because you'll find the same photographers who've signed up for Pixango. Yeah. I want I them to be do. able to sell photos on stock because um I'm also a graphics designer and yeah. there are times I'm looking for images of black people of africans even canva most people use canva you can't find black people on those things so So we have to put our own content for africans exactly and a challenge there are companies which have tried actually to 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 start african stock images sites but they've not succeeded yeah they've not succeeded i can imagine how for people who rely on stock footage when they're looking for you know images and videos yeah. by africans how the struggle now there are probably photographers who already take it or they have the capacity yeah. of photos but they have libraries but they have no idea to put so yeah that's something i'm giving an opportunity for photographers yeah to also so they'll be a, a, a stock images side of example yes so example will still work as example yeah but then there'll be a side of it that now allows no, which is public now yes now allows people to search I want you a photo of a someone with an elephant. Yeah. And you okay. can it can pop up. It can pop up. Yeah. Okay, I think that's really good. That's thank you for that. So those are those are things which are coming <laughs> up as we coming have. up. Okay, that's good. Um so a question will now come. How different is Pixango from Google Link? Okay. So a few uh one one more question. So how different is Pixango from a Google Link? Let's say for example, instead of the photographer sending out um a code, yeah. I, I I tell you, you know, oh this here is a link yeah you get so, your photos on the on the drive in the evening there are three options yeah, yeah. which are there 
but then you discover that uh, one they are free free okay. to use and free for clients to access so you're not making anything as a photographer oh, okay. and a challenge you have we have with photographers is uh, they are not upgrading in skill in equipment it's because there's no money and i want photographers to grow like where you were in 2013 seven years later or 10 years later you shouldn't be the same, person. Be the same person so you can't do that when you're giving people free photos yeah you're, you're just free and you kenyans are willing to and pay beyond I that, that google is also clamping down with space with time yeah? yeah so you find that they've told you nowadays when you open a gmail account you'll be given 15 gb of space and from i think it started being implemented from this year that even google photos will put a limit so all these things are not free they're just free to entice you for to come on board point, yeah. but once you're on board and you've learned to use them enjoy it for a bit you'll like, start okay, paying pay. yeah. <laughs> but now i'm coming here and telling you that this is what i want to change down the line and start telling you to pay you know yeah and this i put myself out and say this is my model of making money yeah. and it's this is how photographers beginning. make money yes so there are no unmet expectations down okay. the line yeah. okay you need a mentor is it a match for you to have a mentor for you to succeed then i also want to talk about marketing uh, about networking and mentorship because you always told network 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 mentorship mentorship do they really work yeah. and then up to what extent do they do they do you see the success from the networking and the mentorship for a business Do you have yeah. a mentor? So I'll start from there. Yes, I do have mentors. mentors. I have mentors. Okay. And the reason for that is I always say there are two ways to learn. Yeah. It's either you learn through experience mm-hmm. or you learn through observation. Okay. When I see that someone was walking and they fell into a fall. Then you avoid. It's either I go around it or I say, ah, let me also go and fall in and then I learn. <laughs> so yeah. for me, I've learned to observe. Okay. And I have mentors who share their stories, okay. their lives with me. And I really I mean, appreciate that. Do you that. have like a personal... Um, relationship yes. with them yes. or they're like okay yeah it's a personal relationship some people i talk to i even have sessions this week in okay. terms of just going or talking to them on phone yeah and through that i've learned a lot yeah. so it is necessary for you to have a mentor it's really important for, for business to be successful yes. not really for business to be successful yeah but it's just important for the, the process journey. yes okay the and then i'm assuming for the, the mentor they have to be in the same field of, of, of your let's say your career or your business Oh no. Mm-hmm. No. They don't really have to be in the same field, but business is business, yeah. Entrepreneurship is entrepreneurship. Yeah. But the mentors I'm talking about is you can have life mentors. Yeah. Just general life issues, business, mm-hmm. yeah, religion. Yes. Yeah, people you look up mm-hmm. for your religious being. Yeah. So there are those different types of people you you can talk to. Yeah. And if you're married, even married married, mentors, married mentors. Yeah. <laughs> other people are married older and they yeah. they're longer. So yeah. we we always need to sit down and listen and learn. Yeah. Listen. Do you have um I'm, I'm sure with covid that you, people have not been doing all these networking events like but I think most of them started doing online or yes. virtual events. Yeah. So uh, uh how 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 important is networking when it comes to business? Wow. When I was younger yeah. <laughs> not old. But when I was younger I was told your network is your, is your network. Yeah. And I believe it's true because looking at where I am right now, I I know and I know that I would not have been here if it was not network. Yeah. Because the events you did. Yeah. The groups you were in in campus. Yeah. Exactly. Even Actually, the campus that's what really I'm talking about. Yeah. That um groups I've been part of and I'm still part of yeah. have really opened doors for me. Yeah. And the people I interact and with the, them, people. the people I hang out with, the people I talk to, 
I would never have been there if they were not my cats. That's so good. So I want us to talk about. So do you have do you have particular business people that you admire or like you you, you look at how they you know they um, they manage their businesses their companies and then you like you know what I'm borrowing the tactics from this guy or do you have like a book that you like you know this book this book by Jack Ma or this book by I don't know Mark <laughs> the Facebook guy yeah, yeah, yeah. like I follow his business strategies from like do you have people you look up to in the business world. Yes. Or their story so their people, is an inspiration many, to you. Yeah. And I won't say that I, I emulate step by step of everybody. Yeah. So there's something I learned from Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. There's something I learned from something someone in Kenya. Yeah. There's something I learned from my mentor. So I'm not taking their package, everything. No, it is, the way they are. Different people, different yeah. situations. They come yeah. also with their weaknesses. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I'm, I'm learning to appreciate that this is nice about this person and the other yeah. and the other. And now that's what I feel works for me. Yeah. Yes, so uh, people I look up to in terms of how they do things, uh, but it's not like I take everything after them. Yeah. Okay. So funding is one of the biggest challenges that, that most startups um, are facing at the moment. Yeah. There is money. I, yeah. I believe there are people who have money and True. they want to, 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 to give out or fund or support other businesses. Yes. And then there are startups that need money. So I think the problem is how do you Failing bring up. these people together? Yeah. You know, the people with the money and the people with the need of the money. So... Uh, I've, I've, I have I have mentors. I've been networking. I've, I've been mentored. I have, you know, went back to school for an MBA. Yeah. I, you know, I've put together a small team. Like I've done everything, but then for my business to go to the next level, I need money. This is the point where I, the only thing I need now is yeah. money. Nothing. Like I've done everything else perfectly. Right? Money is what I need. But then where do I get this money? Because then you get to a place where your parents can. When you're starting, maybe your parents could give you 10 Gs, 50 Gs. But when, when you need to I don't to do another software which yeah. requires several millions for that, okay, your yeah. mom would be like, I support you, but here, <laughs> me money I don't have. Loan from the bank, not everyone can get a loan from the bank. Also, the, the interest rates are like so crazy and the procedures also. By the time you get that loan, it's probably two years. You even you even need more money than you had applied for. Yeah. So when it comes to getting funding, you know the the venture capitalist, uh, what are these other guys called? You were just getting funding to expand your business. So funding is a big thing, but it's not everything. Yeah. So even when I started, I was not looking at, I don't have money. Yeah. But I tell you that there's one model that I'm trying to adopt, and mm-hmm. that is uh, fundraising from friends. Okay. Yeah. Just going about your thing and being serious about it and telling people this is what I'm doing. And I'm welcoming you. Please have something to show. To come you have something board. to show fast. Exactly. Yeah. To come on board and support. And if they're willing, good. If they're not willing, because my idea was like, um, I want to do this thing. And if I get, go out and get a venture capital, people will be saying, Joshua is successful. Yeah. But who gains most? The venture capital. Yeah. So it's them, they're, they're okay. And also some of these venture capital, they come when you're at a certain stage. They don't yeah. just come when you're still then at the stage. Then we have venture yeah. capitalists took over the businesses after yeah. some time. Yeah. So, but not looking at the negative side, just saying that they have different stages when they come in. And also our friends, you can support friends in terms of you have an extra 5k yeah. somewhere, I an extra 10k to a founder. That's a very helpful thing, you know. Okay. And you can we can start learning this culture of supporting businesses. Yeah. Uh, if not only businesses, yeah. startups. Yeah. Yeah. That 
Like yeah. anyone can be a venture capitalist. Even if exactly. you're 5k, exactly. you're small. For some of the business, you don't need millions. They exactly. just need, you know, let's Little say money. you have, you have, a, you have a bakery mm-hmm. and they just need a new equipment which is worth 50 Gs. Yes. You have a friend with 50 Gs in the bank. Mm-hmm. How about you buy your friend that microwave that they need or the oven that they need? And they'll pay you. And they'll pay you back. Later, yeah. So at the end of the day, the business benefits and you also benefit yes, at the end yes. of the day. Okay, yeah. Yeah, That's so you should not always think of banks and other options first when, when you can look around and talk to people or people observing so i find even people who've been so supportive to me yeah are not people i went out to ask for money the people who are people who are observing and then they're asking like how can we do? Doing. Yes. how can i help exactly that's what i actually <laughs> asked how they ask and yeah. now i tell them at this point i'm fundraising for abcd yeah and they're like i can chip in i can chip in the little that i have exactly. which definitely go along yes okay along that's, that's that's true so we need we need first of all we need People with money, no matter how much it is, yes. to be willing to support other other, other people. Because uh, I think and the let idea me just of support highlight something. And when you say money, yeah, one mistake we do as young people is when I'm given money, I put it in the pocket. Yeah, it's not my money. One so thing we should always understand is a company. Yes, a company's money is not your money. Yeah, and at the end of the day, when I'm given a hundred thousand, yeah, or one million by an investor. And tomorrow they ask me, how did you spend it? Or they might even ask before. Yeah, how do you plan to spend this money? money. So you should be able to break down and say, this is how I'll spend it. Mm -hmm. And be true to that. Yes, that this is how I spent it. But dishonesty and all that, that's how you start. That's why it's discouraging even people Mm -hmm. to to, to invest in their business. Okay, that's really good. Have an account, put the money there. And every time you pay out, keep receipts, keep the checks. You know, there's a way you can keep track of checks. Yeah. So that you do things professionally, see Kenyaji, that, mm. that Kenyaji yeah. now makes you yeah. pay. What do you, what do you think is the biggest challenge when it comes to startups in Africa, especially startups run by young people? One is the idea itself. Let me start from the idea. Yeah. You know, you, you when you don't have an idea mm-hmm. uh, that is worth, you know, don't just, it's good to have Not an every idea. idea can be turned into a business. Exactly. Okay. That's the big thing. So you can have an idea and be so excited about it, yeah. but go out and really justify that this is a problem people are facing. Yeah. Because your client is the biggest um, person. Like, if your clients are not happy, you have no business. True. Or if they feel you're not solving their problem, there's no business. Yeah. No matter how many millions you might have. So at the end of the day, focus on the product. Don't let these other distractions of money and investors and yeah. everything get into cloud your judgment. Focus on the product. Provide value. Get assistance. Outsource yes. help from yeah. the department that you're not good at. Or exactly. Focus on the product so that you can ensure that your clients get the best. And then from there, your client, your, your business will grow. Will grow. So then, what, what do you think is the future for, for startups uh, in, in Africa? Well, let's talk about Kenya. <laughs> this is where we are. Africa. <laughs> yeah, it's a very exciting time. Yeah. I can tell you for sure. Yeah. That there's more money. Amazing ideas coming up, you know. Yes. That there's more money and ideas and skills yeah. in Africa right now than before. Any, yeah. Than any other time before. So at the end of the day, you discover that uh, at this time, starting a startup or a business or looking for money, it's easily accessible then, compared to people who were there five years ago. So let's take advantage of this, have ideas, let's come up with amazing products. And we are the amazing day, people and yeah. live and smart people. We will develop, 10 years down the line, we look at companies that started, started in the 10 years, 2020. 2020 we'll be happy about it. Yeah. 
uh, uh, I also just a bit of when it comes to government, because you know, okay, there's there's no conversation we can have without a mention of the government. Yeah. Do you think that first of all, I don't, I personally don't think the government have been that supportive. Yes. Uh, it hasn't <laughs> actually from you know from the question of how much taxes you have to pay, yeah. from the bureaucracy of like the. Like right now, if you want to start a business, let's say for you want to produce and package fruit juice, for example, yeah. something very, very, very simple. Me, I have farmers. I know they're growing mangoes. Yeah. I, you know, I go talk with them, or maybe have if they have a sack or something. I know mm-hmm. how to get mangoes. I know to get a food processor, how to do it. Yeah. I know the packaging. You know, I have a contract. I have a contact in China for the packages, or maybe in India, you know, someone like you have everything. And then, you know, you want to start. Apart from registering the company, yes. you have others, so many other licenses and certificates, and they're not even cheap. Yep. You know, let's let's not even talk about that part of the government where it comes in. Like it's yes. so hard starting a business. That's why I feel like that's why it's so hard for young people to start businesses because just the process of it before launching, the, the cost that you have to to cater for for starting the business is so high. Yeah. Then you start the business, then taxes comes in. That's why I like I don't even care if you made profit or you didn't make profit. Me, I still want part of the money of you know the, your gross your gross income for the year yeah so the government hasn't been very supportive it hasn't created a conducive environment for businesses but we're still struggling and still trying to do something about what do you think that the government should do and, and i'm sure it's not only kenya i'm sure nigerians are also suffering that much this <laughs> might be even worse. this might be controversial yeah but at the end of the day, I yes. don't accuse the government. Okay. I don't. I, I, I'm try, I try to reduce the outside factors yeah. to my success. Okay. Yeah. I try to to say it's from me going out, not out coming in. Okay. So that if they put the high taxes licenses, yeah, I'll try to work with that. And at the end of the day, you discover the government is me and you. True. Our MPs we elect them. Our governors we elect them. So they are the ones who make the government. Yeah. Yeah, and they represent us. That's what we say. So if we find that the laws are not uh, favoring They're what we want to do, yeah. then we need to communicate to our representatives and then carry it on to parliament to influence policy. So you might be that pessimistic about it, but <laughs> that's what I'm that thinking have, is. That doesn't happen. And yeah. uh, think, the thing about licenses is um, there are industries which are heavily regulated, yes. mostly health and, actually the important ones, and uh, food. Mm-hmm. So those are things you can't escape because yeah. you, you look at a country like Japan, yeah? Even if you plant cucumbers and you have a farm that can has a hundred cucumbers and you go to to harvest and you find fifty are carved, mm-hmm. you know the Yeah. Those fifty can't be taken to the market. The, Standard. Uh, yeah, actually so, don't have, don't even have a problem with regula- yeah. uh, regula- um, regulating. Yes. Which I think they should even start regulating. Feel like this import fake fake you know low standard goods that are coming into the yeah, country yeah. at least if you're going to import let's import high standard quality yes. regulating is okay especially when it comes to matters like with health you know and food something that's being consumed and has like um a health risk on majority of the people they need yeah. to be regulated i think what i'm talking about is give people a waiver for like if you are giving other countries uk and japan you know tax breaks we give them i don't know waivers then yeah. why are we not doing it for 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 for, for our own people Government just decide. You know what? If you want to start, let's say you work in the textile industry, because we're all saying, "Oh, buy Kenya goods, Kenya wear Britannia clothes and Kenya yeah. clothes." You decide if you're a fashion designer, you want to start a fashion house. You know? Yeah. How about we get and you we get you get your fabrics from this government factory yes. or this textile in the, uh, this textile company, but then you don't pay taxes for it. 
for until for let's say for five years if you get your fabric from this company you will pay taxes or you even get to a lower cost and you get it for let's say importing let, let me just say what i'm thinking you know that's how One you think about our society yes yeah. a lot of dishonesty yes what happens even when uh, <laughs> what happens <laughs> when gari ya mkate inaanguka yes those are not your bread but we will go and take that's stealing but in short what i'm saying yeah. some of these things when they are put in place in our environment in kenya we might work. we might abuse them and it's in this way i'll yeah. register a company knowing that i have a five year tax break yeah and then when on the year 4 i close the company. i shut it down and open another Fire one everywhere. okay you see so i'm th- just thinking it those extreme ways yeah. but we are dishonest in many ways that some of those things are not really they can't hold water those discussions you know but it's not that we, we should try the taxes yeah we can at least tax break i was listening to another podcast and they were talking about how um they were starting this company and they had to wait for like six months to even get licenses yeah. i look at elon musk he's building a, a factory in germany the guy has on, gone on to to build it is called giga factory you can search it up online yeah and he has no licenses and the reason why he was building it so fast and so big yeah is such that by the time these guys are giving out the licenses yeah. even if they think of denying him yeah they look you at what he has done it. and the yeah. employment to create and yeah when some of those successful companies the the advantage they got is by the time they were starting yeah. there were no regu- regulations for like social media and stuff there was no regulation mm-hmm. by that so by the time the government realized oh that's regulate this the guys who started yeah. way early like they had an advantage which you can't blame it's, it's but at the end of the day you can get like sometimes it's not hopeless that's what i'm saying yeah we can be given the breaks you can be given the money but there's still people why, who why are we why are we doing what you're doing or why are we not doing what we need to do yeah. so the, the question is are we providing tangible solutions that's the biggest problem you know and 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 let me just say this from the air people have registered companies in Delaware yeah like US yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so that they get all those tax breaks. tax breaks so it's not about our government and everything you can register a company in Uganda and open an office in Nairobi yeah so if you f- really feel the the environment in Kenya is so hostile you can find so it's not hopeless like there are ways it might be wrong advice because it will be you are denying kenyan taxes yeah. but then if you have employees here they'll be paying pay yeah. so the government still makes money care yeah. so i'm not i'm not my approach to care and the government and policies is not usually hostile that's why i was saying earlier that it can be controversial because i usually feel there are always solutions to every problem okay if i can't talk to kepsa you know kenya private sector alliance yeah to is to to talk to the government because they have higher bargaining power then first how many people know that they skeptics to talk to to talk about your issues you know we just maybe if you have any just few tips or few words for someone who want to they are thinking of starting a startup or they just started and they're like okay i've started now what do i go from here you know what that you could share that was maybe helpful to you or things that you know have helped other people that you know that could also help others Yeah. Especially young young people okay. or beginners it doesn't have to be because you can start a startup at 50 yeah? yeah so yeah okay thank you so things which are helpful in this journey is um, find a product that serves people okay like people should be your biggest uh, burden like because we don't have them don't solution. have a product yes. or a service exactly so find something that really answers to their need answers to their pain 
and they are usually called pain points. Identify pain points okay. uh, in people, and then now address those. Uh, beyond that, there's always so many people out here to support you. So find the kind right. Mm -hmm. Find the right kind yeah. of support. Yeah. Okay. People are always willing to listen, offer advice, and it's just for, for you to talk. Sometimes. Yeah. And then don't fear your idea being stolen. That might also be strange. Yeah. But um, no one is. No one is a cartel to ideas, yeah. But the implementation is what matters. Mm -hmm. So just talk to people, but the right kind of people also, the people you feel they can be supportive or they can give you honest feedback. So just keep talking and say this is what I'm planning to do. What do you think about it? Then mentorship is key. Find people who can assist you in terms Correct. of advice, yeah, or tell you their journeys, yeah. So all that. For me, money should be the last um, discussion. Okay. Yes. You should not, not put money first. <laughs> because even if someone was to be helpful with money, when you come asking for money, they are repelled. Yeah. Yeah. So find different approaches to people, but don't come asking for money. Yeah. Okay. So thank you so much. So if guys want to, you know, find you, find uh, Pixangu, where can, can they contact you? So Pixangu is pixangu.com. Okay. And you can find the pages on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook. Uh, my personal pages are Mokua07 on Twitter, Instagram, I'm there, Nyantika J, yeah. Facebook, Jusho Nyantika. So you can reach out if you have any ideas you can talk about. Yeah, if you are a photographer, yeah, okay. you want to be part of this exam. And I also call myself a problem solver. Yeah. So if you have any ideas you think we can brainstorm, yeah, can share so ideas with, yeah. I'm willing to listen to that and also reason with you, think yeah. with you. Yeah, okay, that's very good. You are the young people that we need. <laughs> Thank you so much. We also need, we also need to hang, such kind, uh, hang around such kind of people. Uh, so thank you so much. I hope this was an amazing session as it was for me. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for watching and listening.